Hello everyone and welcome again to our podcast in where you and me will be having a deep conversation about the flavors of life, the many, many flavors of life. And for today, one of those flavors that we will be talking about is the flavor of relationships. Yes, you heard me yes. right. Relationships with an S. And we have a very special guest, another super talented artist, actress. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Sigrid Balbas. Hi, Sigrid! And Hello, she is also back. a very, very good dancer. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Movement is everything. All right. So, hi, Sigrid. And Thank you for accepting my invitation to join the podcast and talk about this topic. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. All right. Okay. So, relationships with an S. I was so excited when you said that. And then I was wondering, she talked about relationships, not just relationships. So, what exactly do you mean by that? So it's um, the moment you ask me to find or think about a topic. This is one of the things that I thought about. Because um, most people, I mean, we have this notion, this idea of being in a relationship. I mean, I'm sure at one point, most of us have thought about that, right? And I'm yes. sure you also have. Yes. So... Um, that's one reason why I wanted to talk about it because I've also wanted me myself I've also um, had moments when I think about what I want to be um, later on in life do I want to be in a relationship long term short term but the reason I used relationships is because we're all basically in a relationship wow yes (laughs) (laughs) It's so true, Deva. And so, uh, the yeah. more yes, so, so we, so yeah, we are the... going to go beyond relationship of just romantic relationship. Exactly, because um, there's that notion that people automatically think about romance when they think about or when they hear relationship or relationships. Yes. All right. So, what's the first relationship topic that you would like to discuss? Ah, very interesting question. Um, So I wanted to talk about um, what exactly or where does, where do we get, where do we have our first relationship in the first place? Wow, yes. And if I ask you, you're going to talk about a person, um, maybe in the romantic context. But Yeah, that's the go-to answer immediately. And I would also, I mean, years back, I would also answer you in the same way. But um, if you think about it, even before we were born, we are already in a relationship. And what do I mean by that? Um, How many months do we stay in our mother's womb? It's nine months. That is, I would consider that as our very first relationship. Um, Because you cannot... Hello. There is, yeah, I'm here. Okay. Okay. So you, 
as I was saying, you cannot say that in the nine months that you are in your mother's womb, there was no love. Yes. So that's you know, I know it. That's the basis of a relationship. Um, it's really about love, and um, love, as many people already know at this this time, is based on choices, based on actions, wow. um, and I think that very decision that your mother, our mothers, made to carry us in their wombs for nine months is already an act of love. So I would. That's why I consider that as you know our very first relationship, and that very first relationship, yes, that's true, um, and really um, because I already brought up love, you know, there's many, there's been many definitions of love um, in the Bible. Let me get a little religious yes. and biblical okay. here. No problem. <laughs> so in the Bible, it talks. It says, "Love is patient. Love is kind." It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Um, it's a very beautiful definition of love. Um, yeah. And that's why... I, I love the definition that you said about <laughs> love. It already explains the first relationship that you talked about with our mother. It's not selfish. The <laughs> moment that she has us inside her she already lives for the both of us That's in that true. very moment and it resonates with the definitions that you were saying mm -hmm. uh, continue please yeah and and you know recently we celebrated mother's day and yeah. we talked about so many sacrifices that they do and that love um doesn't end when we we are born into this world it continues on that's why many of us consider our mothers as our best friends our true love to many people um yes. so yeah it's it's uh i would say it's pure kind of love i mean there's also many other um definitions of love we'll get to that later all right wow <laughs> so, this is gonna be super exciting <laughs> so yeah, that's why I put the letter as relationships. Yes. yes. So I think um, relationships um, begin even before we were born. And that continues on to our childhood. Um, in essence, we're the reason I say we're in a relationship, lahat tayo, at this very moment, we all are, because um, it's, it's, I think, a basic human um basic human need that we establish wow. relationships um because even now we have we are in a relationship and yes. i don't think that yes. in a romantic context right of course yes. uh, friendship um we're relating to each other we are exchanging our thoughts our feelings our ideas we relate to even sometimes you know it's weird but to your computer you have a relationship with that is it your favorite um is it your favorite gadget your phones are you addicted to checking your phone all the time these are all yes. relationships yes. yes and i i will bring up what you mentioned to me before um how you read your <laughs> books um, yes thank you <laughs> so <laughs> that actually surprised me and it you know, it was a, a light bulb moment when you said, 
you know, I don't, uh, I like having my own books and not borrowing them because I reread them. I go back to them and I basically make love to them or love them. And I just love, I love how you really um, create that relationship with, with your books because, um, it's it's your it's an exchange of idea per se yes it's Deba. like you're conversing with the author of the book you take the notes you really savor each words and which yeah. really resonates to what you were talking about that the moment we're out into this world from the first relationship of our mother the moment that we are we cry the moment that we were born I super agree we are already in a relationship with the world, coming out from love with all of the world. Exactly. Isn't it? Uh oh. And I love that you said you're in a relationship with the world. That's that's such a perfect um, definition of relationship, you know. Uh, because it doesn't just stop with human interaction. Um, you know, I mentioned about you know your relationship with your your gadgets. That you also yes. have a relationship with food, diba? Do yes. you love food? Yes. Do you yes. enjoy it? Um, do you hate food? Um, and I think um, it also it all boils down to your relationship with yourself as well. I think many of us don't realize that um, you have to establish a relationship with yourself. Some people, it doesn't exist because we think of ourselves as, you know, as a separate separate being. Um, exactly. We, we don't think of ourselves as, um, as a human entity. Sorry, I, I use the term entity. Wow. Well, how is it? Wow, um, yeah. Because um, I think in order for you to be as effective in human interaction or relationships, um, in the outer, I think everything has yes. to happen on the inner first. So you must know yourself. Exactly, Accept know yourself. thyself. Yes, I agree, um, and that's one of the most important things when we're uh, thinking about or talking about relationships. So um, to continue, um, because earlier I mentioned about the definition, the biblical definition of love. And it's so beautiful. Um, Now, there are many notions of or ideas of love as well. It's been romanticized. It's been um, translated so many times. And it's been interchanged or confused with another L word. um, Yes. (laughs) With four letters as well that starts with the same letter. Um, So sometimes it can be confused as you know the other thing lust yes and yes. um i uh, honestly there's absolutely not ro- nothing wrong with that because um i'm going to you know be honest here yeah. it's it's yeah. I mean, we all crave for intimacy and we all exactly. enjoy some activities that come with it um of course sex is one of those things and um yes. if i can if i recall when i was in school it's yung abraham uh, maslow's model of um human needs it's it's wow. there yes. right? like sex is yes. actually part of that and this it's is innate exactly it's innate it's in your it's in the inner parang 
because some people call it the animal instinct. Yes. <laughs> so actually, and and it's I think it's um it's natural that you feel that as well. Although sometimes some people have it confused with the other L word, which is love. So yes, and um, I think it takes a lot of time and a lot of maturity to be able to distinguish that, especially in our um, generation. Wow, generation. Yes. Because we're in the same generation, Ivan. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> in this generation we where <laughs> where it actually, you know, it's, it's so easy to um, find a partner. So exactly. And so, you know, coming from our mothers, we go out of the womb and then we become children. We make friends another um, form of relationship and sometimes as young as three years old or four years old you develop attraction Ikaw, how, yes. how old were you when you had your first crush i think i was grade six when i had my first crush are you serious no. grade grade six when i knew it was a crush grade four when it was maybe you get to be attracted but the idea of it is still iffy and kadire. Mm-hmm. Pero you're attracted, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay. Isn't it? There's that idea of it. Not yeah, or, you know. And... and I think relating with what you said mm-hmm. that we mistake love and lust to be together was because of the lack of relationship with the self. I, I, I'm sorry, but when I said that on grade six, right? I had my first crush. Mm-hmm. When it was on grade three, I was attracted, but I couldn't say it was a crush because that the relationship with myself at that time was different than when I was in grade six. That's correct. And that's that's actually a very great. It's a good fact that you brought up. Because I, um, isn't it? It's it is. Um, your maturity. Um, I think your relationship. And how successful or not successful it is also depends on how how you relate with yourself at a certain age. And you're right when you said that in grade three, ka, you're not the same person as you were in grade six. Because in grade three, I yeah. I would assume that you had um, biases and that your parents are exactly. are telling you, oh, you're too young. Yeah. And yes. it's opposite to what, you know, this... This really old song, which I like, they try to tell us we're too young, young ganon. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. And it goes back to the idea that you have to be at a certain age to know how to love correctly. In which, Absolutely. in which I actually um, don't agree with, not completely. Um, yes, yes. I think maybe love... the word is not age. Mm-hmm. Maybe the word is it takes a certain. Mature, maturity or growth with the self to know what it is. That's right. And I feel like um, some people are so tied up with the idea that love is you're gonna get married, you're going to go yeah. to bed with someone, you're gonna kiss. Yeah. Right? Even, yeah. even to, I think it's a cute idea. However, love, yeah. love is an all-encompassing um, thing or emotion. And it doesn't just begin with 
um, it doesn't begin physicalities. Correct, in physicalities, or it doesn't only begin with another person. Again, we go back. It begins with in you. It goes back yes. to um, your um, your self identity or how you understand love and how you love yourself. And wow. so, talking about that now, um, I think there's many uh, different. Um, ideas and ways of loving yourself. Some people, you know, love themselves by making themselves prettier um, because yeah. they feel that it is a more it, it boosts their confidence, and that's that's great, that's wonderful. Some people love themselves by um, being of service to others. You know, the different love languages. Yes. I love that yes. we are now in an age where we can identify these um, love languages because then you know actually how to give and how to receive it. Um, yes. And ito rin, isang factor din about relationship is that, or relationships, is that we're basically different people. We are, yes. we love differently. We give love and we receive love differently. So it's not, it's, I would, would you say it's like rocket science? Pretty much. Kasi medyo mahirap siyang intindihin. Especially if, um, you know, this goes back to your basic relationships with your family or your um, yes. or your parents. Um, there's also this psychological, um, I think, phenomena that, there's a tendency that you get attracted to someone who is very much like your parent. Actually, diba? there is something like that. <laughs> or something completely different. That's true. It, it all de- it all depends on the inner circle that was made, which is so interesting. That's right. And so very interesting, yeah, because there are people who are um, coming from a perfect, I would call it um, perfectly functional and healthy family. An ideal. Ideal, yeah. yes. Ideal, ideal family. And these are people who, of course, because they know that they have been raised in a healthy environment, they may not respond to other stimuli or stimulus na uh, potentially unhealthy. The same as... Yes. Um, so if, for example, this, I would take an example, this girl was raised in a healthy environment, ideal environment, may not be attracted to a person with, um, who was raised in, in a broken family or um, exactly. with the absence of um, you know, the ideal setting at home. And I think this is also where most of our, you know, I'm, sh- I'm sure you've heard about daddy issues or father yes, issues and yes. mother issues yes. will come into play because um, you know we have a tendency to replicate our childhood and carry that into adulthood because um, especially in relationships um, a friend of mine who's a psychiatrist um, explained that from the, your first year to your fifth year one to five years that is your most uh, what do you call this? It's your formative years. And that's when your ideas of human interaction, your love, trust issues are actually established. That's where you're, that's when you're most curious. In. And 
everything that happens from the first five years of your life, you have a tendency to replicate in your later life. Um, and that sometimes only surfaces when you are already choosing a romantic partner or, you know, when you're already at that ripe age of marrying or looking for, you know, a lifelong partner. And that makes... I, I love... Mm-hmm. I know what you said. Yeah, please continue. Yeah, um, and and it makes perfect sense. This is, you know, I'm going to share something personal with you, um, and yes, everybody. <laughs> so I, I I lost my. Dad. We appreciate that. <laughs> I lost my dad when I was six years old. Um, he passed away. Um, Sorry, thank you. No, medyo, you know, it was six years old. So it's yeah, it's a very young age, and. At that time, I'm, I was supposed to be um, playing with my friends outside um, and also learning new things, learning how to write, um, learning how to draw and everything. But if you are actually given a trauma, traumatic experience, if you're presented with a traumatic experience at that age, everything changes. And that's why, um, and that's why I feel now that I'm... In, in this age. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just keep it that way. <laughs> now, that, now that I'm more mature, God. now that I'm more yes. mature and, and I'm into understanding myself and my patterns, I understand more the way that I chose to be after that traumatic experience. Um, because my I love what you said. I love that. <laughs> what you choose to be. Mm-hmm. Because um, for most of my adult life, or at least after that experience, after losing my dad, I, I, you know, there's always that blame that you put into yourself. If I had said this, or if I had done this for him, maybe he felt more loved when he was alive. Um, because wow. six years is not enough. Um, for you to really yes. keep a bond with a parent. I mean, um, yes. if we're going to be metaphysical about it, um, death is a soul choice. Many um, metaphysicians talk about death as yes. a choice of leaving the, or the earth or the third dimension. But I didn't yes. know that when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. I was, when you were growing uh-oh, up. I was too young to understand things like that. And also... Um, something very personal as well my mother isn't really very nurturing she's i love my mom um but yes you know the idea that moms are loving and very touchy and would hug you and will kiss you and will talk to you about things that's 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 the exact opposite of my mother's i think yes (laughs) um however what my mom really focused on because she was she basically became a single mother is really being the provider so I saw my mom as more of a provider instead of a nurturer so to speak which isn't really entirely bad however there are times when when I think back and I look at how I reacted to let's say a certain partner or a certain comment and I realize this is based on trauma that I experienced way back because 
when you don't uh, when you have where when there's an absence of a father you know what a father does usually is especially with little girls is that they treat them like a princess they shower them with attention will tell them oh well talk about boys to them basically or warning yes, diba ganito yes. ang boys pag ano pag may gusto sa yoga yes. ganyan i didn't have that yeah. i didn't really have that so i think um the choice that i made from then on was to become independent because my mom was always outside she was working of course to provide for me and my sibling my brother um yes and i didn't have a lot of talk time And that's why I guess I developed, you know, the independence, the independent. You needed to figure it out all by yourself. That's true. Somehow, Somehow from that age, Somehow. from a very young age, and you know, it's you, when you think when you think about it, it's not such a bad thing because it makes you who you are right now. And um, I'm pretty sure that at one point, it is exactly you are presented with exactly what you need. At the time, um, and I'm grateful because, you know, being having been independent from that age, I learned to read on my own, and I learned to, um, you know, just just basically enjoy the little things by myself, and that really established the relationship that I have with myself right now, which is, of course, I would say that I love myself. But that doesn't mean that yes. I don't want to still improve on some other things, and exactly. Um, also, there's the downside to that, you know, independent personality that I claim to have. I say claim to have because other people may have yes. different opinions. Um, because I think the um, the idea of an independent child or an independent girl, an independent woman, um, is is now prominent. But if I But if I'm gonna go back 10 years, you know, 10 years, walang walang revelation ng age. But so 10 years ago, it wasn't really a, or 10, 15 years ago, it wasn't really a a widely accepted idea. Women were supposed to be meek yes. and modest, and you know, just stay home and be a mom, so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, but it has given me so much. Um, to think about as well, because the way I per- portray um, independence is sometimes I really don't mean to be rude or um, to not need anybody. It's just that that's that's how I am. So I don't ask for help. <laughs> And I love that you know this. You are aware of this, isn't it? I love that you've been. Telling of traits and how you perceive things, and you have arrived at a point in where you could actually point out where this is coming from. I know. You know yourself so yeah. much, and that's just beautiful. Now, would you agree? I just had an idea suddenly that we actually start to live when we have recognized that in ourselves. Absolutely. When we have discovered that in ourselves, so when you had that awareness, then that's day one. Absolutely. You know that you are in a relationship with the world, isn't it? It is exactly, and it you know I 
I love that you use the term awareness because I, I think it's key. It is um it is very important um to be self-aware. Because um, that's how you are you're going to understand yourself, and when you understand yourself, you understand others better. Wow. Which brings us yes. to another, you know, um, I would say branch or another child of love, yes. which is compassion. Um, the more that you wow. know yourself, the more you are able to understand yourself, and the more that you understand and be compassionate towards other people. You don't, you don't settle for judgment because judging isn't really the best thing to do, especially. Yeah, with um, if you decide to be in a relationship, um, so yes. yeah, it's self awareness. It's very important, and it takes a lot of work. It really does. And I, what would you say brings self awareness? How does a person wake up to this? Wow, um, you know, self awareness. I wouldn't even say that I'm completely and totally aware at the moment, but. Um, Eckhart Tolle talks about being in the moment, living in the present moment. And that's you know that's really just focusing on not tomorrow, what could happen tomorrow, not what happened in the past, but just what you see in front of you, what is presented to you at this very second, at this very minute. I think that brings out that brings that's awareness beautiful. to you. And at any moment, people can become self-aware, um, but also, but just have to think about it. Yeah, just living in the present moment. Yeah, I think people really needed to hear that, especially today with with the quarantine, with the quarantine, with the virus, yes. and so many things to worry about. We tend to forget that hey, we are here right now. And we've been worrying about tomorrow, but we're here already, breathing in the moment. I agree, and you know, no matter what, um, no matter what is happening on the outside, your relationship to that happening outside also is important. How do you relate to the facts that are presented to you? Because um, I think um, it's important that you don't react harshly to what is happening unless it has already taken place in you so i think the reaction the panic that is going on right now in the entire world is based on the idea of a tomorrow na hindi pa nangyayari that's why that's why um i i i admire you actually i admire you um for you. you know continuing to do what you love you work out you even even started to yeah. do a podcast, which is amazing, in the middle of a crisis. Thank you. <laughs> Some people would have just... <laughs> Very nice. Good job. So, Some people would have just closed, closed their doors, closed their hearts, and just stayed in fear. Stayed in fear of what Absolutely. hasn't happened yet. And... Wow, nasabi ko yung fear. Ooh, this is divine guidance, divine intelligence working in me. <laughs> yes. So, fear. Um, I think many of us are fearful, and people think that the opposite of love is hate. 
yung poot yes. galit. But uh, in in fact, yes. the opposite of love is fear. Yung takot. Diba? Um, fear that yes. your love will not be reciprocated. Fear that your love will be misinterpreted. Fear that you will live alone for the rest of your life, which is, um, you know. <laughs> it's actually fear that really spoils. That's, that's true. Fear talaga yun. Hindi siya hate. It, it's what it's what preempts it. It's not really worrying about it. That's why you worry is because exactly. you're afraid. Exactly. And that's why, um, let me be a little bit cutesy here. That's why you don't confess. Yes. That's why you don't confess or profess your feelings to someone. Yeah. You choose to just hide your feelings and be pretend that you're cool. Oh, wala lang yan. Yeah. It's because of the idea that you're afraid of one Exactly. Oh my gosh. You just said it. That's the most <laughs> the most important thing. If not, if not the most, it's one of the most important things about um, relationships. It's vulnerability. What's so, diba? It what is, is so is wrong it? with it? I actually, I would like to ask you, because you're of the opposite <laughs> sex. But what is it about vulnerability that scares you, or if you are, or if you were ever afraid of vulnerability in the past? Isn't that that's. That's a question also that I've been trying to ask myself. You know, what I've been, we've been into acting and acting requires a lot ah, of vulnerability. Yes. It requires a lot of emotion. It requires you to go into dark places or into much lighter emotions. And as I studied myself, it was much easier for me to be vulnerable when you're when I'm angry and so these were the roles that were always given to me villains contrabidas who just had this height of anger and I thought it was that easy it was that simple then I talked to a friend of mine who's also an actor who find it quite the opposite he found it difficult to actually be angry to act angry in acting and then in my case, I was it's I find it very difficult to play the leading man <laughs> roles with authentic love. Why? That's something I was trying to see. Why am I afraid in that vulnerability of love in a romantic sense of giving yourself to another person? But I don't like the word giving yourself, but sharing yourself to another person. And here's what I found out. I'm. It boils down to trust, and trust boils down still to what we are talking about. That is fear. We preempt it, as we've said. We spoil the situation. We spoil the experience when, if it has not yet happened, and we have already thought of the worst that could yeah. be. And for me, is it difficult to be vulnerable? Before, when I was not yet self-aware, and now that I somehow more aware of this, I wouldn't say know this, know this, but 
something more. Now that I'm aware with this kind of stepping back and just seeing, it comes courage. It comes courage to admit that you're afraid. And once you admit that you're afraid, and once you had that conversation with yourself, na yes, that's why I couldn't stay long. It's because takot ako. I couldn't do this. It's because I am really, honestly afraid. And once you make peace with that, then the fear to be vulnerable kind of lightens up, and somehow you already have the courage to do whatever. My God. I so agree with you and that's you know thank you because it's such a beautiful thing that you shared that um because I mean I think because of our backgrounds um it's kind of easy to be yes. vulnerable when you're on stage or when you're in front of the camera and when you're comfortable with the certain yes. emotion but it takes a lot of study a lot of self um self um exploration, exploration. yes for you to understand the emotion and Ang saya na ano ha, you're very self-aware and what you pointed out that it's trust and it's your fear of trusting. Sabi nga nila, trust, trust issues. Yes. And, <laughs> yes. and, if, and if you haven't really, um, this, is, this is something that I, you know, because I've been in a relationship before where that was an issue, a major issue. And my ex, had major trust issues because of his past experience with another woman who because he was away he was in the military he was in the u.s navy he was away for i think um a year or two um he had a girlfriend a fiance actually and by the time that he got back from being deployed his girlfriend has already you know been messing around with his with his best yes. friend and that was that was his traumatic experience which which yeah i'm here so which um in essence he brought that experience onto our then current relationship in which i really had a difficult time dealing with because it's like you're blaming me for something that another person has done to you in the past and in essence that is that's that's not fair right? it is not fair that to anyone that you know you are carrying the burden of an experience that's coming from the past way before you even met the person So yun yung ano, mahirap. Hello, and welcome to our podcast in where you and me will be talking about the different flavors of life. Yes, and for today, we will be continuing our conversation with Sigrid Balban about the topic relationships. Relationships with an F. <laughs> and, <laughs> exactly. And we stopped from part one in where you were telling a story about your boyfriend who had trust issues who is that came from 
his past partner when he was deployed and then when he came back he learned that his ex-girlfriend was messing around with his best friend yes you got it right so um it wasn't just anyone but it was with his best friend yes it's like two birds in one stone his Mm-mm. girlfriend and his best friend all right yes. so please continue so um so <laughs> uh as i was saying um he had major trust issues and we were in a long distance relationship so it made it more difficult because we didn't have you know the the magic of being um face to face when we want to talk it's always talking online and it was difficult because it really magnifies his trust issues that if he if i don't call then it means that i'm actually trying to get with somebody else when in fact i was just busy working or you know i had a night out with friends or went to um have coffee with some friends just an innocent going out thing pero for him um it was it, it's always about being with someone else and what made it more difficult now was because we were in a long distance relationship um if he tries to call me sometimes because we're in opposite sides of the world opposite time zones as well um we're not able to catch each other i miss his calls and he misses my calls so the lack of communication really magnified his trust issues and i would i wouldn't blame him for everything because i myself also had trust issues at the time <laughs> because of the situation it's really um it's difficult but going back to um relationships one of the foundations of a strong healthy relationship is building trust with each other and as we all know um many people have issues with trusting trust issues um and yeah. it goes back to what we talked about in part 1 which is fear <laughs> and in his case the way i see it now of course because i you know i've reflected on what happened in the past um i really can't blame him because for a traumatic experience just like that to happen to you diba it's difficult that's your girlfriend and then he she cheated on you with your best friend that's really that's going to create a a really huge impact to you in a negative way so it was a traumatic experience for him um i think it's a natural reaction of human beings to create walls where you know you were hurt before and in his case the wall that he created is trusting <laughs> so he couldn't trust me fully at the time and i think that's one of the down downfalls of our relationship um he couldn't trust me and it's you know we're not millionaires so wala kaming means to always fly out um yeah. to see each other so inevitably uh we had to separate but you know um one of the i think um one of yeah one of the takeaways that i've learned is people people heal differently 
people hurt differently. Um, just like the idea that we talked about earlier about different love languages, magkakaiba rin tayo how we heal ourselves and how we cope. And um, would I have done things differently? Maybe. However, if, you know, if it had continued on, I think I would not have experienced some of the other great relationships I've experienced after him. So it brings me to another point in, you know, relationships when we say, or what we call forgiveness and letting go. Yes, forgiveness. Thank you for that. So a while ago we had fear, self-awareness, and now forgiveness and letting go. See, um, hello. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, letting go. Um, actually, for people, um, it's difficult, diba? You hear people saying, yeah. When you love someone, and you know you let them go, and if they come back to you, they're really meant for you. May ganon tayong ano de ba? Meron tayong um, what do you call that? Saying, kumaga. Um, but there's more to letting go than just that saying, because letting go, I think you know, because I experienced loss at a very young age. Letting go is is more it's more complicated than just letting the person go. Parang deleting their numbers. It's not just that or blocking them from social media. It's not as simple. Erasing from the world. <laughs> Erasing them from your world. Totoo. Um, and and letting go. Um, you know because I've also read a lot of books. It has something to do with again the inner, the inner um, work. Um, it's the very, the very definition that I can remember about it is. I think it was Dr. Wayne Dyer. Um, forgiveness is, you know, knowing that it happened to you, but you no longer hurt when you think about it. That's you're no longer bothered. Yes, you're no longer bothered by it. You know, you just you just know that it happened to you, but it it just. Parang ano? See, let's let's be a little <laughs> cutesy about it. Um, when when for example, um, you had an operation, you will see magperform ka ng scars sa skin mo, but it it no longer hurts. You just you know wait. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Yeah. So we lost, we lost you when you said it will no longer hurt. Yeah. Well, yun naman yung sinabi ko. <laughs> so it will okay. it will no longer hurt. Mane. <laughs> parang parang surgical scar, di ba? Nandyan okay, lang yeah. siya. You will see it, but you know, visually it's there, but hindi na siya masakit because you know you've healed. And yun din yung ano. Um, I think. One important thing to learn about relationships, most especially with yourself, is healing yourself um, of past trauma um, and not blaming or not putting that or projecting someone else's fault into another person. Just like what happened to 
my ex and myself. Um, and we all have that tendency because um, our minds work work through um, situations by memory. So the way we react to situations is, oh, ganito yung nangyari sa past. Ito yung ginawa ko before. Exactly, by reference. Na para bang every person is just a page in a book and you don't let them, you don't give them the freedom to be who they really are. And I've, I also, you know, from self, self-examination, I realized that I've created that pattern after my relationship as well. That um, the moment I see something, a trait that is similar to my ex, I back away. <laughs> um, I, I just, you know, I shut down and I just try to, I play cool and like act that I'm not interested in a person. So I'm getting a little romantic here, but I realized yeah, that, yeah. that I've created that pattern. And only recently did I find out that I do have that pattern. So um, it was difficult for me to also look for, for you know, a, another romantic partner. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, I believe my, my take on this would be, I agree in everything that you said. That, but I believe it is also one of the most difficult parts to do mm-hmm. for some reason. It is easier said than done, but it would come come hand in hand with the topic previously of self-awareness. That I think for you to be able to forgive anyone else, you should start first by stepping back out of the self and forgiving your own, forgiving your own self to be there in that situation for that circumstance that has happened to forgive yourself first and I think that's also one of the most difficult parts is when you have a conversation with yourself and you say it's okay and then I believe it would be lighter to forgive all of the past traumas somehow of course it would be a different individual journey. Mm. And but I think Yeah, I agree. You know, you actually made me tear up a little bit there. <laughs> it's <laughs> because it's true. Um forgiveness, they say, is the best gift that you can give yourself. Um it's like it's a double edged sword. You're trying to hurt yeah. the other person by not forgiving them. You end up also hurting yourself. And yeah. forgiving is being free. Um, setting yourself free of, you know, the idea that it could have been any different at that moment. Um, and when you say forgive yourself, yeah, it, it really boils down to um, forgiving yourself for not knowing what you know now, back then. Yes. Because, and for, yes. for, you know, at any given moment, you're doing your best. Yes. And that's what matters most. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you see, it comes after forgiving yourself. Is what you sent me on Instagram. <laughs> the process of being able to unlearn it. Yes. Because once you're able to forgive yourself, all of the things that have happened, 
you lose the blame factor. Mm. You no longer blame the situation. You finally take the power of your choice. And then now it's time to unlearn it. And there we have it. Day one. It's true. Um, it's really difficult. Uh, however, I wouldn't say it's not doable, right? It's yeah. easier. <laughs> that's that's so true. And trust me, because I've I've really been um, trying to unlearn so many things. Um, yeah. Because you know, from you know, I told you the story about me losing my dad at a, at a young age, and um, you know, yeah. using that that past traumatic experience has been like my baseline i have become attached to the idea that i yeah. don't have a dad so i have to be extra on this i have to be tough i have to be yeah. independent i yeah. shouldn't rely on people i shouldn't rely on a man um <laughs> to yeah. to be whole on my own but um we are we are whole human beings we are whole on our own to begin with um and the idea that we need someone else to complete us is has actually become you know recently people are now more aware that you don't need someone else to complete you and that's why the point of relationships is to share what you have in you the love within you with another human being be it friendship a romantic relationship even you know simple work relationship and and I love that you know you and I are both in the same industry in in theater, yeah. because you. you know these are some of the most loving, most forgiving, and most accepting people, and some of them are also the most damaged <laughs> and the most you know yeah. um, experienced people in many ways. Yeah. So ang saya lang. Artists are really one of those who have really experienced so much flavor. <laughs> and that's what makes us really effective actors. Yes. Yes, that's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Overall, we've seen the power of relationships. Yes. That it has somehow defined you. Mm-hmm. But once you're able to step back, forgive yourself, and take control, finally unlearn and now you have a clean slate once you accept that it's so beautiful to know that anytime when you choose to decide to rewrite begin it's just the power of your own choice absolutely it's it's your choice i mean Um, sabi nga nila, you're always one choice away from a completely different life or a completely different path. And I couldn't agree with you more. So that's that's the same with, you know, relationships in life. And I think also um, I, I want to, you know, kind of introduce another, you know, concept of love or definition of love that I've gone through or read through. And Because my mom is Buddhist, um, she's very yes. keen on the um, principles of Buddhism, and that's why I'm grateful for my mom as well. Because she, you know, she's she's a single mom, and 
through the trauma that happened to us in the past she's become a a model for me to to know that i can change my path at any point in my life it doesn't matter what age you are it doesn't matter what social status you are in or the people around you sa kanya ako na inspire to actually be more spiritual because i saw her she was she was reading a lot of books and makaka-curious din and that's why i am the way i am now it's because she inspired me to be like that and so in one of her um in in their what do you call that monastery the, the buddhist monastery she invited me to practice meditation so this is kind of where it all started for me um the path to awakening wow. is how or enlightenment is what they call it in buddhism in in there um they talk about non-attachment and i think we have an idea as well of relationships that it is about possessing another human being it's like akin ka lang your mind forever yeah. but um that idea is not love it's more of attachment and attachment in buddhism is one of the causes of suffering so you know love to them is unconditional love genuine love is wanting someone to be happy it's it's thinking about the person and not really about you that's how you know that you truly love someone wow yeah and i think you know i don't blame people for for all of these romantic um ideas about love i mean it's also beautiful i've been in love before and um yeah. it's it's a beautiful feeling but parang the greatest and you know, the greatest thing you'll ever learn is to love and be loved in return sa mulan rouge talked about that <laughs> and and um inevitably you get drawn into the idea because it's everywhere um there's social media and the, there's k-dramas everywhere there's telenovelas everywhere um movies that really focus on romantic love and it's also another beautiful face of love however you know it shouldn't be confused with attachment um in relationships you have to allow the other person to be who they are and who they want to be and um one of the most beautiful um quotes or explanations i've heard about relationships is i'm going to i keep quoting dr wayne dyer because he's one of he's actually my favorite um motivational speakers of all time and he said and i'm not even sure if it's him who said it but it's something like this um the most common problem that we have as people is what we get into relationships thinking that we can get something where relationships are supposed to be a place to give not to take and that really changed my view of relationships from then on now is like am i here do i like this person or do i stick around this person because i can potentially gain something is it 
emotional security? Is it financial security? Let's be honest. <laughs> or is it because I genuinely want to care about the person? Something to ponder about. boils down to simply love with no yes unconditional mm-hmm. wow let me just re- repeat that relationships are a place to give not yes. to take yes I believe it is also so applicable not just on romantic love but also on the relationship with the world that we Oh yes. That if we really ponder on this and place it on a new perspective live a life of giving live a life of kindness and generosity isn't that an abundant way of living already? It is. And And it doesn't have monetary. It could be as simple as listening to a friend's story or asking how he is. It is, or simply seeing a quote on Pinterest and then sending it to them on Messenger. <laughs> yes, a simple share, a simple like, a simple. I <laughs> Hmm. Isn't it? <laughs> wow. But I mean, that's um, I. This is some one of my fundamental beliefs. Wow, um, is that when I see, let's say, I read on something or a quote or a photo, a meme, even a meme, to be honest, and I think of a specific yeah. person, that means it is, you know, I always believe that it is God or divine intelligence speaking through me that I should. Send it to that person, and lo and behold, you know, in most of the cases, in most cases, and like in your case, sometimes you would just tell me, "Yeah, I was just, you know, I needed this, I needed that." <laughs> yeah, yes. that was a ray of sunshine. Mm-hmm. And you didn't. It didn't cost any anything. It didn't cost any money, um, but it meant. It may have meant so much. So much. True. It has influenced so many choices, and I think that's, that's beautiful. And I want to share something. Um, I went through a really rough time last year. Um, see, uh, I also experienced um, losing a really close friend, and also um, my uncle. My uncle, who's my my dad's brother, he had cancer. Um, and I made a plan because he lives in the states. Um, I made a plan to visit him within last year, just so I can, you know, hug him. And because he looks so much like my dad, um, and you know, parang it's like hugging my dad as well. And I made those plans. Unfortunately, in July, um, he passed away. And you know, even before I could book a ticket or complete all the plans of going there, and it was really sad. That also, yeah, thanks. But it also happened um, that March of last year, um, and I consider this person a a father figure to me. And 
he's the reason that I am, you know, I am into um, reading books about changing your own life and taking control of your life is because he is the, what we call him, the consciousness guru um, of the church that... Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, he passed away in March. And so it was, it was a great loss for me. And I experienced losing two important figures in my life last year so it was really difficult and that made it hard for me to deal with my own emotions and other factors um not to mention romantic issues na naman <laughs> um so you know everything everything just rolls into one and it's it was one thing on top of the other so Um, needless to say, there was this one time that I, I just couldn't take it anymore. Um, yeah, I was, wow. you know, I was just nakatulala na lang ako sa kawalan and was contemplating on life choices. But then, um, yeah. I had a friend who just simply sent me a message on Messenger asking me how I was. And... I would always, always be grateful for that person, um, for asking me that simple question. Because at that very moment, I broke into tears. I cried, and I was able to let out all of the frustrations and all of the hurt that I was feeling and the fear that I was feeling. That I, because I felt like I was alone, although it wasn't literally being alone. I just felt like I lost two strong figures in my life but it has a tendency to make you feel alone so i'm i'll always be grateful to that person and um another you know another thing this is another love language um of that person is she told me okay i will go on early out from work let's meet let's have let's have a drink let's eat you can talk about it if you want And that's just, you know, to me, that is the greatest act of love that I've ever received from someone. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. <laughs> wow. That was beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely. And it was just time, effort, and the simplest, how are you? Truly, we are all in Yes. And when we, going back to what you said again, that if we acknowledge that we are all in a relationship and we'll go into the perspective that it is not a place to receive, but to give. It just makes ripples. That's true. I like that you use the term ripples. Because many people think that they, they are too small. They think of themselves as small people they won't be able to make a difference but you know it's always always the little things that make the biggest difference in the world and no matter where or no matter what you're doing in life there is always something that you can give um the idea that you have to give money no hindi naman lagi yon. i mean <laughs> you know yeah. you can give your yeah. time you can give pieces of advice to someone or you can even sing a song to someone kahit sintunado they'll maybe they will laugh and that's yeah. you know laughter is also something that you can give yes 
that this is beautiful. I believe like like what I shared in the previous podcast is that I heard this in another podcast where when you wake up, try to just make somebody mm-hmm. smile. And that would have been the greatest mm-hmm. act of it. Yeah, I, and I also um, I, wow. I listened to your, your first episode. Um, I think you mentioned something about setting your intention as well um, for the day. Yeah. And, um, or you can simply ask, you know, sit down, take a deep breath and ask, yeah. what is it that I can do for someone today? For a change, Deva. Right? And yes. you will yeah. you'll be surprised. Yeah. You'll be Definitely. surprised that... Um, someone, someone's name or someone uh, will pop into your mind or someone will send you a message and you'll be like, wow, Actually. that worked like magic. And it is. <laughs> you have contributed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. I believe we have successfully <laughs> talked about the relationship with an S. <laughs> Any last messages or something that you'd like to share before we conclude ah yes um i have a lot but um i think but i think um the most important um message that i would like to send to everyone is you are loved and you are enough and from there, you know that you can do just about anything that comes your way. You can overcome anything, any challenge. Just remember that you are enough. You are loved. Wow. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Secret, for being part of the And thank you for having me. I had such a great time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We have two parts and i still am looking forward to having you again oh, i would love to do that thank you so much ivan yes. thank you so much sigrid and to our listeners thank you for listening and don't forget to make ripples with words thank you Maybe there's a topic that you want us to talk about, so please let us know by tagging us on Facebook or Instagram by using the hashtag RipplesWithWords. And give us a follow on Jonathan Ivan Rivera on Instagram and Facebook. So once again, just use the hashtag RipplesWithWords and let's talk about that flavor of life that you want.